You only get into, out of the game what you put into it, Shelley. Mm-hmm. And I put everything into it I could and still do for the people and for the people that I was playing for and the people that I was manager for. I didn't cheat them out of anything. So I put all my heart and soul to the extent that my family suffered. Do you yeah. regret that at all? Oh, yeah, I regret, oh, I regret it very much, yeah. Somebody said the football's a matter of life and death to you. I said, listen, it's more important than that. Welcome to you, the listener, to our 2020-2021 season predictions review episode. It's me, Dan Reed. it's Ant Olsen, it's Ryan Pulford. Lads, how are we? Are we are we excited? Are we nervous? No, I'm very nervous. To, yeah, very, yeah. very nervous about this. Yeah, I would be. You, t- you two have, uh, uh, you know, I would I would class you two as the knowledgeable ones, football knowledgeable ones mm. between us. Um, so... Gonna be pure caveats in this from me. Yeah, a lot of ah, oh, they've signed him since I predicted this and this lot, happened, and lot of lot him. of pressure on your shoulders. So to to uh, to kind of give a little bit of well, a little bit of a caveat as you just said there, Ryan, to this episode back in uh, in the summer of last year, twenty twenty, we did some predictions for Premier League, Championship, League One, and League Two, and we predicted the winner, top four, relegated, top scorer, player of the year, and breakout star for the Premier League. And then the same, but with the, the playoffs rather than the, the top four, for the other three divisions. And we're going to go through those one by one, division by division, starting with the Premier League. And uh, we'll see how we got on. Probably not that well, but we'll see. So, let's make a start, chaps. I've got my papers out. I've got my papers. I'm going to start the big the big ticket on me on my laptop so we don't overrun. Okay, so we started with... The Premier League winner for the 2020-2021 season. Ryan, you went Liverpool. Yeah. And Manchester City. Yeah, of course. And uh, and I also went Liverpool. I, I, you know, Ryan, you talk about caveats. Mm-hmm. I think we should caveat this by saying we didn't know Virgil van Dijk was going to be out for the entire season. Yeah. And Liverpool were basically going to be playing with, like, Gary McAllister had sent it off for part of the yeah. season. I I remember going with Paul partly because I didn't want them to win it. So if they did win it, I've always still got something right. If, if it makes you feel any better, Ryan, you did literally say Liverpool unless they get hit with a big injury. There you go. Knew what I was talking about. Yeah, I think I said it was because they were going to play the same football they played the year before, you which did. is what they did. You did. And it, it didn't really work <laughs> for a large period of time. Yeah. Very yeah. true, very true. So that's one that, that that's when you got correct there, and so then we go into the top big, four. Big one, no league. Can big I hold one, no league. So we go into the top four. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty sure if I said Arsenal. Yeah, you both said Arsenal. Yeah. So you both. So we we, we all put Liverpool, and Man City as the top two, and then uh, Ryan, you went for Chelsea and Arsenal. So three out of four. I mean, the, the Arsenal shout is interesting. I mean, Arteta's had our pants down, if I'm honest with you. Load of end of season promise the year before, <laughs> and then just came out like they didn't even know each There's other. a lot of talk in your bit on this where you were going, yeah, the thing with Chelsea is that they just they can see too many goals, whereas with Arsenal, you feel like you can trust them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, yeah. But again, swapped out Lampard for Tuchel. And the clean sheets um, came then. Yeah, very true. Um, and you went City, Liverpool, United and Arsenal. 
So yeah, again, the, the Arsenal show, it just made sense. Like it, they did, were, it, it did. It did. They it were did. in form. They were flying. Yeah. Won the FA Cup. It's Arsenal, lads. Yeah. It's Arsenal. Yeah, and then that happened. Uh, I went for Liverpool, City, Chelsea, Man United. So. <laughs> four out of four, baby. <laughs> um, so onto the relegated teams. We didn't do very well on this one. <laughs> so on the relegated teams, the three relegated teams were West Brom, Fulham, and Sheffield United. Ryan, you went for West Brom, Fulham. And Aston Villa. Ooh. And in brackets, you also said, if it's not Villa, it'll be West Ham. <laughs> Awkward, I mean, they're in Europe. <laughs> so, I mean, they've, they've had an absolutely brilliant two season. Two out of three I got right. Yeah, that. I mean, you did better than me and Ant. Oh, uh, maybe I get? You got West Brom. Oh, good. Aston Villa. Ooh. Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Do, do you know why? And do you know what's really annoying about this? <laughs> I, I, I can't stand watching Newcastle. I think I've watched every single game and I couldn't work out. Somehow they finished like 11th. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't work out how they scored a goal. I couldn't work out what the plan was. And then, come, it was like a month ago, they just started winning every game. <laughs> they went mental. They scored three goals against Man City. I was like, four what? against Leicester. Ah, oh, it's just <laughs> ridiculous. There was a really funny bit where uh, Ryan said, Moyes is definitely going to be sacked. Yeah, I said he might not see November or December. Yeah, I, I think, think was the And quote. there's also another funny bit. I think it's you who said it, Ryan, where you said, um, Craig Dawson. You were, I think you were talking about West Brom, I think. Because Craig Dawson had played for West Brom. Mm. You were slagging Craig Dawson. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but what I will say is, I'm pretty sure... Funny. I'm pretty sure, and I won't say it yet, because I'm sure it's coming, I do make a positive comment about a West Ham player at some point. Yes, you do. Okay. You do. Um, uh, and, and, Bob, you also, in if it wasn't going to be Newcastle, it'd be Brighton. Yeah, They can go. They can go. They're boring. <laughs> boring to watch. Get you you did say they do play some nice football. <sighs> they play lovely football. I just know, but they're just product. so frustrating. I know. I think they also finished mid-table uh, in the end, didn't Yeah, they? they did. I mean, it's not hard to finish mid-table. Um, did I? Men- did we get the... La- I'm sure I said Lampard get the chop. Like. You you said I could see Lampard going at some point. Ah, so you did, you did say that. To be fair, that's not really like... No, much guesswork. No, <laughs> any it was Chelsea, like a, any Chelsea. Manager. It was like Ryan texting us yesterday saying his outside bet for the Premier League champions next year is Manchester United. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd have said Derby County, then maybe. But my, yeah, my uh, my outside bet for the year for the World Cup this year is Brazil. Got a little feeling about him. He's no one of me. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Okay, so next, in fact, no, actually, we've got to do mine. Uh, mine went Newcastle, Fulham, and Villa. So you know, I didn't do much better. We all either. thought Villa. Well, I don't. Know. I don't think anyone this, thought Villa were going to sign this, the players they did. This was before Villa signed yeah. Ollie Watkins. It was before they signed um, the, the keeper, and before they signed Triore, and before Barkley came in on loan. That was before they won seven two against Liverpool, and it was also before. I think there was an assumption that Grealish might go because I think all of us said if Grealish goes there, they're in big trouble. Yeah. But in fairness to Villa, they've had an absolutely superb season. Mm. I think of all the teams this season, like consistently over the season, Villa have been one of the best to watch this year. They've always, especially when, in fact, there was a period of the season when Grealish was injured and it was a little bit grim. But when Grealish was back in there, they were just fun. They were just really fun to watch. Energetic. They were they were aggressive and they were they were getting about the pitch and stuff. So, yeah. Fair play to Villa. Very enjoyable for them. Very, very enjoyable. So, top scorer, who of course was Harry Kane. And you're enjoying Harry Kane's 
uh, white with golden bits on it boots that he's got for England, aren't you? You're a big fan of those, aren't you? I, I, You're thinking of buying a pair and wearing them on a uh, Monday night. I don't understand why he's wearing them. It's so self... I mean, I, we've spoken about this before on the podcast <laughs> where it's like, yeah, go on, celebrate yourself and whatever. But it's just like, they look so much like... like they might as well be made by Lonsdale or that band that they're awful. <laughs> they look terrible. And he's got the little, like, golden boots on, which are, like, separated by, like, three years each. And you're like, oh, I don't understand. What's that got to do with the World Cup in England? I don't get it. <laughs> I, 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 I don't get it. it you're just... not happy about him, are you? I quite like nah. him, mate. I think they're all right. Um, I forgot to mention in that relegated bit as well, there's a huge section where uh, Ant is digging out Remain Sawyers. Yeah, told it. And told me you. and you went to, went to bat for Remain Sawyers. Mm. Baller. Baller, mate. And I said... I'd have stayed up if he played, played them more. That's exactly what I was thinking. But hang there's on. no surprise there. Hang on, I said that midfield won't do much, and it didn't. They bought a whole new midfield in the middle of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, a, and a, yeah. Anyway, moving on, top scorer was Harry Kane. Uh, Ryan, you went for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. I also went for Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Uh, And you did much better than us. You Mm. went for Mo Salah. Oh, I wasn't far away. You came second. Yeah, I wasn't far away. You came second in the list, so well done to you, Ant. That's a tick in your box. Yeah. I think the Aubameyang shout linked with your Arsenal top four shout. Arsenal just done me. They have mugged you right off. Yeah. After fan base off I mean, the thing with the Bamiang is we wanted him to come to, to top of the top scorers list and he couldn't even make it to the stadium on time. So, yeah, to be fair, Bamiang's had like a really tough he season, has, he hasn't has, he? That's with, fair. With, with a lot of other things, but yeah, I think the Arsenal one is you looked at it last season, you thought, oh, yeah, they'll go, they're finally getting a Next bit of progress. The year. And then, what? <laughs> I mean, we watched that Villarreal semi final, oh, that was drab. That, you know. so that, that was really funny that, that game because. Arsenal kind of, they didn't dominate the ball, but they had a lot of the ball. They did literally nothing. And then it got, it was a classic example of like, yeah. there's five minutes to go, and then all of a sudden there's agency. Yeah. And you watch a game and you're going, just do that from the beginning. Like, why? I know, I get, I because get, we did, Tramia, we did it, didn't we, against Morecambe. Like, we were just passive for basically 30 matches of the season. Then all of a sudden, in the last 10 minutes of that Morecambe game, it was like, sugar, we're going to have to do something here, otherwise the season's done. But I just don't get it. Man City did it in the Champions League final as well. Mm. Started throwing long throw-ins from Kyle Walker into the box. Oh, that was brilliant. That, that is absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's the most expensive, most sophisticated football team in, in, in the country. And they resorted to doing things that Ben Tozer is doing for Cheltenham Town. I told Town. you, I told you, there's more than one way to win a game of football. And Neil Warnock's got it absolutely spot on, lads. Throw it into the box, test the centre-halves. I mean, it didn't work, but just test the centre-halves and see what happens. <laughs> you are the Whittles answer to Neil Warnock, that is, that is fair. <laughs> um, so moving on to Player of the Year. And again, there probably is some caveats needed in here. But at the time of recording, the, 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 the winner hasn't been announced. So we're recording on, on the Sunday before you're listening, which will be Wednesday. So the winner has not been announced yet. However, Ruben Dias won the PFA Player of the Year, and he, I think he's favourite to win the, the Premier League Player of the Year. So if we just assume that Ruben Dias is the winner. Yep. Uh, Ryan, you went for Kevin De Bruyne, who was nominated. Yeah. Nominated. Uh, and you also went for Kevin De Bruyne, mm. uh, and I went for Virgil van Dijk. Ha! <laughs> Good one. <laughs> which... I've written it like Dick Van Dyke as well on the paper. I don't know why I've done that. <laughs> I knew it looked wrong, and now I'm looking at it going, oh, yeah, that, that is, is not Virgil van... To be fair, though, he would have had a shot if he was fit, I'm sure. Yeah. Previous winner as well. I think, given the difference in how Liverpool played last year and how Liverpool played this year, and that he was missing, I think like some kind of like default player of the year 
by his absence should be in well, order. He's kind of set the trend Half because point. the fact that Diaz could win it after Van Dijk winning it, yes. it's kind of like people have gone, oh, it's not always the top goal scorer, it's the biggest importance to the team. And yeah. like City this year needed to be better at the yeah. back and they have been. Hugely, hugely. Um, there is the final question, which is breakout start. Now, this is obviously a little bit of a stab in the dark. A little bit of a stab in the dark. Um, I'm going to take you to task in a moment, Ant, oh, on, on your answer. Not not for anything particularly bad. I mean, my answer is absolutely horrific. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, you went for uh, Eberichi Eze. Oh, I thought I went for Jared Bowen. But you you also mentioned Jared Bowen, but you, you I think you nailed your colours to the mass with Eberichi Eze. I'm, I'm happy with that, though. Yeah, I think he's had a decent season. Well, uh, well I can't remember who it was against, but it was a lovely goal. Uh, Sheffield United. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. He's got a few good goals, but hasn't he just torn his Achilles? Yeah, as otherwise he'd have been in that preliminary... England squad and potentially with some Would injuries really? might have made it. yeah yeah apparently so he came off the pitch when he was injured and found out as he came off the pitch someone said you you were in oh the that's nice squad. isn't it it was a uh, Jeff Reeves apparently it's a, it's a proper uh, <laughs> Jim Bowen thing let's have a look what you could have won um and Jared Bowen yeah also well, had a good I'm happy with them too yeah well yeah. done mate I mean you were only meant to pick one but well just pick as many as you want I won't get one free well that's it, isn't it? Uh, and you went for uh, Calvin Phillips I did yeah and then you job. proceeded to slag Calvin Phillips off to me on numerous occasions for about the last three months. When did he do that? I don't get him. He's just not good. I never said that. You have said that to me multiple times. Uh, I think the jury's out there. The jury is not out there. The jury is in. He's convicted you guilty uh, of saying this that. Is this is... And, I, and I listened back to that and I was astonished. I ah, was well, he's, astonished. He's made it into the England Euro squad. It's a brilliant... It's a brilliant... Uh, that's a... As good as a breakout star as you'll get, yeah. probably. He's had a good season, hasn't he? Him, yeah. um, I went for Rian Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a harsh one for him, isn't it? Because yeah. if he'd stayed at Liverpool, he probably yeah. would have played some games. Mm. But, I mean, he gets that move to Sheffield United, which is essentially like a loan deal because they can buy him back after three years which or whatever. Which they're now not going to. Which they probably can't do yeah. a goal. Yeah, they're not going to do that. And he didn't even start much or play much for Sheffield United. No. And when he it's came not gone on, well. I mean, Sheffield United were absolutely awful this season. Yeah. did I mean, I wondered if, so when I was listening to this back, I was wondering if any of us had mentioned that there may be a drop-off for Sheffield United. And none of none of us mentioned it. None of us even alluded to it. We did, I, I literally don't think the words Sheffield United appeared in the in any of the, the episodes that we did, which we'll put them all up on, on our feed so you can you can listen to them back. But I don't think any of us mentioned Sheffield United I literally don't think any of us... I don't even think... I think we just all thought, yeah, they're decent then, they'll just carry well, on doing I, what they're I, doing. I think I remember having a conversation with you going, why haven't they sacked him? Why Why? Why, why wouldn't you just sack him like 10 games into the season? Get re- and you were going, well, what do you do? Like, And then you sacked him eventually. Them. No, and I, you're like, I, I, I think it's very harsh, though. You look at like Sean Dyche. But he had like one point for about three months. It was weird. But the thing was, they kept losing games by like one goal. They kept going 1-0 up at places. Like I They mean, went 1-0 up at Anfield, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. I'm sure they either leveled or went 1-0 up at Stamford Bridge as well. I mean, you're saying look at Sean Dyche, but they got rid of him eventually. <laughs> oh, you mean Wilder? Wilder? They got rid of him eventually. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, that's the mistake they make. If you're not going to do it early, don't do it at all. Yeah, that's it. Like Norwich stuck with their gaffer and you could see Wilder having a good year in the championship but I think there's some internal problems isn't there at Sheffield United that's, that's yeah, causing a lot of that, that rift but I just thought that was very very strange because it, it, I, it was just, as I say I was listening back thinking I wonder if one of us just 
mentioned it, just said, oh, I'm a little bit well, concerned. because they were so impressive in that first season. They were solid defensively. I, I think Jack O'Connell's a massive miss yeah, for them. Massive. Huge. Yeah, um, with injuries, really. Lise yeah. Mousset was out for the whole season pretty much as well. Yeah. And whilst he's not a goal scorer as, as per se, he was very Mousset. important to them. <laughs> he was very important to them last year. Um, brief mention for Everton. I did mention in the episode, I'm worried for Everton, was my exact words. I mean, we should all be worried for Everton at all times, and we now record this post-Ancelotti leaving. Um, just very briefly, we've, we're going to move on to the Championship in a sec, which is probably where Everton are going to end up quite soon if they don't Oof. book their ideas up. Harsh. Apologies, Everton fans. Do Everton need to kind of reevaluate who they are, where they are, and what they are? Yeah, absolutely. You've got yeah. no, I mean, there's no, yeah, there's no structure. Doesn't seem to be any direction, and that's just from us looking on the outside in. I think it, it's a tricky one. Do you go down that route of a, a big name proven manager again, no. or do you go right? We need to give someone three years here because they, they can't. There was Everton fans talking about Antonio Conte. And mm. I saw someone did a really good tweet about Conte, but it was in the relation to Tottenham. And they were saying, you look at the job that Ancelotti's done at Everton, and it should tell you exactly why you, Tottenham shouldn't get Conte, because think, he thinks the job's beneath him. Yeah, so he's not ever going to let... He's not going to put down roots. They, they need someone to come in who's probably a little bit younger and a little bit fresher with new ideas and put a structure around them. Because, I mean, they've got the money, they've got you know decent ability to go and buy players they've got a pull they've got a new stadium coming do they need in to, and do it, they need to think about they need because, a transfer plan because well, they, yeah, yeah. well yeah well, but that, that's that comes from a larger because the thing i think about with that is right is like you did a tweet at the very start of the season about james rodriguez saying like that is like the most everton signing ever and it, it is because i was because you look at everton and like they're such a huge football club. And and I think Everton fans, to a degree, are quite similar to Shamir fans in a lot of ways. That They will get... Their highs are very high, so they cling to Sutton. So when Ancelotti came in, they were, they were on a big high, which made the lows much lower because they fall from such a height I because mean, they're not... Because they're clinging to anything. And I think with Everton, I think that... I mean, you look at someone... Say, look at Aston Villa. Look at West Ham. And you look at clubs like that and you think, are they one of those clubs or are they a Leicester or a Tottenham? And they're not, they're, they're kind of caught between the two because Villa and West Ham got Dean Smith and David Moyes in charge. And they've kind of gone, that you know, we're, we're at a, we have to accept the level that, I know Villa got relegated and stuff and West Ham have been much worse than Everton have been and, and, and their kind of history is not the same as Everton in terms of winning stuff. But do Everton need to kind of take a step back and go, we're not a, we're not a, a Tottenham, we're not a Leicester, we can't compete with them at the moment. Think, do we need to take a step back to take two steps forward? I don't think what I mean? they need to do that as such because you don't want the mentality mentality to be one that we're not here. It needs to be, this is where we need to go. I just think they just sign players for the sake of signing them yeah. and there's no plan. And the argument I had with Everton fans at the start of the season was I was saying you need to invest in some younger players, people like Ben Godfrey. Yeah. That was build a good something for three or four season. years. Not so much at Allens and Rodriguez, but I can see why you've signed them. They're good players. And they were saying, we haven't got time to, to build a team. And I was saying, well, time for what? Before like, what? you know it, a season's passed and you've wasted another year. So yeah. why not build towards something? And that's just what happened. They've yeah. just wasted another season. And I, I think you look at, I mean, Everton obviously famously haven't won a trophy since 95. But five years previous to that, they weren't great. And then the 80s were amazing. And I think that period from 95 onwards to about 2000-ish they were down the bottom fighting relegation yeah. Moyes comes in gives them a bit of stability and structure and it was someone that they could relate to and mm-hmm. they and I mean and, I, Everton, and they had a consistent yeah, team for a long Ever, time Ever, didn't they Everton fans really enjoyed that you're talking to the Champions League sort of. Sort, yeah kind of and then 
you know, going further on, and they really, really enjoyed that related to it. And then I kind of feel like they've gone through what United have gone through, which is like, I don't know. They've changed managers, and that transfer policy you're talking about is literally, it's about four different managers' transfers. And because they paid in the Premier League, you paid them so much, so many so high wages can't get rid of them can't rid you of can't them. get rid of them where do you send them off to you send yeah. them off to someone else on loan no one wants them like no. you look at someone like Gilfie Sigurdsson who's yeah. going to take them yeah. does Hammers stay there now my, my, my wider point would be that they need someone who's going to go in and reflect what the fan base is and reflect what the football club is which is yeah. actually working really hard being gritty being a bit horrible being direct and it's not necessarily this passion football It's not. you don't have to get rid of that but just work, just intensity, that, isn't inten- it? Mm. That's their identity. That was the Everton way. I mean, you look at that Howard's way, Andy Gray and all them up in in that team, and that Bayern Munich game was absolutely filthy. But that was how Everton played. Yeah. They were hard nosed and they were in your face, and they were good. And he had that little bit of quality. Used throughout the used Goodison Park against and, other teams rather a, than against for themselves. For a while, they had that under Martinez, and then it kind of disappeared yeah. because again the transfer it's policy no long term plan bring, was bring anyone in, and that's what they need. They need someone to come in and go. Right, you're gonna get three seasons. I mean, they haven't gone. Through, they change managing every Moyes year. Moyes was brilliant in the transfer market as well because he didn't have much money. He spent it wisely. Well, he was always been Elkies, very good, hasn't he? With scouting and stuff. Your Lescott, uh, your Cahills. He just found your amazing Kubu. value. Well, you, you, Arteta, two million quid. You asked me a question on, on, so one po- on one of the podcasts and said, "You know what do Everton need this year?" I said Europe. And they're nowhere near it. Like, no. They finished 10. So close, but so far. So weird. Like, they were top four was in their hands for like 80% of the yeah, season, but they, but, and they finished 10th, which is I ultimately think, what, what matters. I think most Everton fans would probably say that it was a. They were in fourth more due to what other teams are doing than what they were doing to a degree because they, they weren't playing good football. They weren't, it wasn't Start good. of the season they were, but it just it just died really quickly. And it was all games and happens and yeah. look what it could be more than. It's ours to defend. They fed off the Cavill- chase. Cavill- got a lot of goals in the first half of the season. Should we? Uh, yeah, we should. We yeah, should we move on, on to the championship. Um, sorry, Everton fans, but it's a they're fascinating and a fascinating club. Yeah, they are. And we've got a lot, brilliant we, club we've, as well. We've all got a lot of friends who yeah. are Everton fans, and I think for us, as you know, having a sort of rel- a, a successful period for us under Mickey Mellon, I think we look over at Everton and think. We just like it to happen for them because it gets quite difficult they're to They're a brilliant watch, club. It's not disastrous. It just no. feels a bit underwhelming. It must feel yeah. terrible for them as well. So Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, so we're going to move on to the championship. First up is the winner. Um, Ryan, you went for Norwich City. You went huge on Norwich City during yeah, this. massive. massive. Um, they're just, just new. Yeah, you just, I mean, yeah. Just a well-run club, though. We just spend time talking about Everton. Yeah, Norwich I mean, they get relegated run, every other season, but yeah. A no, but the last few years, <laughs> it's been a conscious effort with uh, Stuart Webber. Um, the, the board there know they haven't got a lot of money, so they have to spend it well. Produce young players. Patience. Massive. Believe in your plan. Stick with oh, it. Oh, by the way, we're watching the Swansea-Brentford game. This is that red card I was telling you about. Yeah. It's really weird. Just while we're on the championship. It's on the telly. Not really an audio-visual feature, but it's just an absolutely bizarre sending off. Um, who who else was top of the sorry. prediction? Um, yeah, so Ant, you also went for Norwich. Yeah. Uh, and I went for Watford. Okay, yeah. And then Promoted was also, was obviously Watford. Uh, Ryan, you went for Watford. Well, I got the top two. And I went for Norwich. So right. also got the top two, but the wrong way around. Um, Ant, you went for Bournemouth. Yeah, they made the playoffs. Yeah, didn't make the top two though, did they? No, that was they kind didn't. Of, that was kind of the question. Yeah. Made the playoffs, so I thought Bournemouth. I mean, they had a bit of trouble with the first manager was Tyndall, and then you yep. had Jonathan Woodcake come in. 
certainly other squads that do it just didn't quite get it right. No, a very very difficult stop start wasn't there for yeah, a lot of the season. Very, very very difficult season as well. The the I, there was a few murmurs going around the championship wasn't that great this year, but. I mean, people say that about every division every year. Oh, that was Superb, a bit, unless it's their yeah. t- unless it's their team that wins it, yeah. it's a crap year. I thought that was a bit harsh, really. So, uh, I you know we'll have another good chance next year to be one of the well highest spending teams in there. I think you would imagine so. So onto the playoffs, the four teams in the playoffs were Brentford, Swansea, Barnsley, and Bournemouth. Ryan, you went. For, I mean, this, there are, there is some interesting shouts in here from all of us, particularly me. <laughs> <laughs> I went mad. Uh, Ryan, you went for Bournemouth. You had Swansea, Stoke City, uh, and Coventry, Coventry City. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what's the funniest thing is, right? And I implore listeners to go back and listen to the Championship Predictions episode to hear the confidence in Ryan's voice. And he goes, you're going to laugh at me for this one. <laughs> it's Coventry City. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy with that, but with the top six there, though. Well, we've got four out of six. Yeah, and I'll it, take that. It's okay. Stoke, big letdown. Coventry just didn't happen for them. Yeah, mm. but I think every week we did. Someone picked the promoted side. Yeah, to do so. something. Yeah, um, momentum away. And you went for uh, you had Swansea and Brentford. You were the only one out of all of us to pick Brentford, which I thought was interesting, seeing as they actually got promoted and would probably uh, it was probably we just forgot about them because they're really good. <laughs> um, but the other teams you went for were Cardiff City. Uh, right, yeah, go on. Big Miko McCarthy. Yeah. Um and Nottingham Forest. Right. The, <laughs> the, the Nottingham Forest one. I mean, I thought, oh Chris, you can come and back in, it'd be great, get him solid. And I watched them play against Bournemouth and I was like, You're playing a different game to these. They they were they were so bad. And then they ended up fighting like relegation and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, they had a nightmare. Our mate Joe Lolly couldn't even save him. Yeah, they ended up fighting relegation, finished mid table. Cardiff were flying at one point, like the Bluebirds. I remember watching Sky Sports News when they were playing Watford at home. And that lad who plays left back for Watford, I can't remember his name, just absolutely slapped a free kick in like the 91st minute. I feel Uh, like it just, they just didn't recover after that. Kiefer Moore had a really good season. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he did. Uh, He's got a lot of goals. Huge man, him. He's a good, he's a good, good player. Yeah, he Um, is. And that, yeah, I thought I thought they'd do all right, but I mean, I don't think they finished too far outside. But I think Barnsley absolute surprise. And well, there, by I, the way. I, I will credit um, the chaps here because, and you did say where do you where do you both stand on Barnsley? You did you you I think you weren't tipping in for playoffs. You weren't no, going that far. I don't but, think anyone would have. But we they were an interesting case because of the end of the season they've had the manager they've got the way that they play. Mm. And we had a little bit of a brief discussion about Barnsley. And I think we were all pretty much going on. They'll stay up comfortably this year. But for them to have made the playoffs, that is an incredible achievement for them to have made the playoffs this year. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You can all see it falling apart next year. They'll find it quite easily. You know, it it shows, like, you know, you get a plan, you get a structure, like Ryan was saying before, and you stick with it and follow it through. And we played, well, Trammy played him in the FA Cup. We did. Um and it was a really intense game. Like the intensity was yeah. really good. And then I watched them play against Chelsea, and I thought, oh, do you know what? They've got a good chance. They played here. very yeah. well against Chelsea. Very they were well. unlucky. And again, but it's. Um, I'm surprised he, to be honest, with that that pace of play that he play out and the pressing and that. I'm surprised he lasted so long to get into the playoffs. I thought at one point they'd drop off and Maybe. someone had pipped them. But but they did apparently. So I was listening to someone on a podcast, um, the Guardian Football Week. It was talking about Barnsley, and he was saying that the the manager uses the substitutions this every game. 
basically sometimes at half time quite regularly he'd take three players off yeah and then he'd do do you know after an hour he'd take the next two off and he'd Very do it young as well every week and it would all be in those key positions that were doing all the running so the two wide players of the front three and the full backs for example they'd always get hooked and, and he'd switch it up because it was all about the energy and it wasn't so much because they played a lot of lot of direct football mm. i mean that'd be it'd be interesting to see if someone takes a little little look at adam hamill not Adam Hamill. That's about 40, <laughs> isn't he? Hamill, Alex yeah. Mowat. Alex Adam yeah. Hamill did use play for Barnsley, didn't he's he? He's on a free, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Alex Mowat is brilliant a player. very good footballer. Brilliant and, player. And it, it, he was it, so highly rated at Leeds. He got was. Injured, didn't it, he? It, 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 it kind of went off the radar a little bit and he's come back into it now and he, he he's proper the engine in that team. I'd just be interested if someone fancies going and picking him up. because The gaffer. I think people, look, he's been linked yeah. with the Palace job. He obviously yeah. played there. Um, if they can keep hold of Adam Hamill next season, though, Barnes, they <laughs> really think that they could be in for Absolutely a good season. <laughs> um, okay, so oh no, we got to do my playoff teams. Oh, um, so I go. so I did pick Swansea um, and Stoke as well. Yeah. Um, I also picked <laughs> Millwall. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do too bad though, did they? No, they didn't. And I also picked Derby County. So moving on. Oh, see, the Derby County one's funny, isn't it? Because you're thinking, oh, you know, they've got Rooney. They've got. They finished the season players. really well last year, like really yeah, well. Finished it really bad this uh, year. Yeah. Yep. They didn't just finish it badly. They started badly. The yeah. middle was bad, and they ended bad. They lost to Chorley with all their kids playing, didn't they? In the FA Cup, it was just a mess. Um, but more to come on Derby. Um, relegated Wickham, Rotherham and Sheffield Wednesday now and me and you both got Wickham, Rotherham and Sheffield Wednesday you both, you both picked them that's what we both picked wow that's that's very good uh, Ryan you got Wickham and Sheffield Wednesday but you uh, oh they were minus 12 weren't they no wonder we picked no one. I think they changed the minus 6 you know minus 6 minus 10 no it was minus 6 I think it was minus 6 in the end uh, and Ryan you picked Reading as your third team okay Reading did pretty well. For they were they were year. outside the playoffs for yeah. a while. Well, they, they were in the playoffs for about thirty five games. <laughs> <laughs> well, they play they play like a, a kind of a um, feels like it's defensive. Graham Mercy still play for them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who does play for them? John Swift still plays for He's them. He's a lovely footballer. Great football, you know. but they they kind of like sit in and and well, that's what I've I've seen anyway. I'm not sure whether they do really. Um, but do you seem like they, they win a lot of games one 0 As you mentioned before we started this and that me and Ryan went quite heavy on Wickham. Mm. And and I and I must yeah. say, now... They did very well. They did exceptionally well, to the point where another point where they kept them up. Yeah, that, to be fair, I, I, yeah, they did. Hold on, hold on. Credit they, where they credit's due. They made well. a, a fist of it. And, and it looked as though the first, <laughs> first 10 games or so, it looked as though our prediction was going to be correct because they didn't didn't they not pick up a single point from like six matches or something. Uh, and and I, I felt, remember Brentford put six or seven. Past yeah, them. and I just felt like and even though we were we were bagging on them before the season, I did feel a little bit like oh this is going to get uncomfortable to watch at some point. But fair play to Ainsworth, fair play to the, the players for turning that around because they did so well by the end of it. They were did they won the last game of the season three 0 away at Middlesbrough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Middlesbrough weren't, well, probably on a beach at that point, but yeah, Wickham, I mean, Ainsworth's a good manager. I don't think mm-hmm. you can deny that now. I don't think it's like, oh, he's just come in and, and got him in a bit of momentum. I mean, yeah. He's good, I think, to get that close. Yeah, very good. Is, is fantastic yeah, against I, those For a club with that resources as well, he's probably incredible. Probably one of their managers that's really good in those back against the walls, yeah. not expected to do much low-budget kind of scenarios. Don't know how well he'd do going and being like... He had to go and get hold of it. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, a different kettle of fish. Apparently, his man management's superb. You can uh, imagine that he seems very personable. Yeah, I was just doing an interview 
afternoon they were saying like um, when Akin Fem was been signing a new deal the last few years they've been saying to him we'll, we'll limit the amount you train we'll get you ready for match days yeah. but we'll but the well, he's got to, he's got to have some time off to do his podcast with Laura Woods, hasn't he? True, so. true. But apparently, the older players have allowed the recovery. Yeah, and it's a respect thing. Like if you're young, you're there four or five yeah. days a week. Like, are they got, is it Gareth McLeary? Is there was he, there? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think I think I thought it was just worth us noting. We went big on Wickham, and they've done very well. And they could probably do pretty well next year in League yeah. One if they you, keep that. You can imagine so. You can imagine so. Keep Ainsworth and. Oh yeah, they'll definitely keep all the veins where he's I don't can't see him going anywhere, certainly not this season. Mm. Um top scorer, which was Ivan Tony. Yeah. Now, there was a mention for <laughs> Ivan Tony by Ryan. Ryan, you asked the question, could Ivan Tony go and get twenty for Brentford? Mm. So it was a mention. Wasn't your prediction though? Uh, now I would like to say that as one of you mentioned earlier on in this episode, it's important to caveat some of these with <laughs> the transfer window wasn't finished. Because um We've all picked players who didn't actually play in the championship <laughs> this season. <laughs> Somehow. So, Ryan, me and you both picked Carl and Grant, who went to West Brom. Okay. And it. Uh, <laughs> who, who have I picked there? I went for Ollie Watkins. Oh, no, he, did, he did really well. He was in my fancy team for ages. He did. How have we mentioned. He did brilliantly. Tony, because he was Watkins' replacement. I know. Yeah. Well, they'd already. So, they'd bore Tony. I mean. I, I I think it's quite a hard one to pick isn't the top scorer because there's so much that goes into it one of you it was you answered, you were going so big on Norwich you mentioned Jordan Hugel at one point as well um, I don't know how many goals he scored not many I don't think um, I think Pookie bagged most of them didn't he Pookie got 24-25 yeah. yeah Buendia who's gone to Aston Villa actually hasn't he has yeah. he gone though 30 million quid yeah, yeah. picked Villa over Arsenal apparently um, a lot of Arsenal fans are not very happy about it. But, you know, top four for them this season. So, you know, that'll, that'll <laughs> salve to their wounds. Um, but, yeah, we all pick players who didn't actually play in the division. So, that's some going, that, isn't it? He's in the Argentina squad for the Copa America. One day. Oh, I thought you meant Carl and Grant. No, no. I was just going to... But- be fair, after a year in the championship, that's some going. Yeah, it is to get in the Argentine, especially yeah. with the players they've got in that <laughs> know, position yeah. as well. Crazy. Um, so, moving on to player of the year. Uh, and this is the one I didn't actually get a player from you for. Oh, God. Do you yeah. want to pick one now? It, who got it? Uh, well, again, it hasn't been announced. Buendia, uh, surely. Yeah, probably be Buendia. Um, it'll be someone from Norwich, won't it? You'd imagine so. Yeah, you'd have thought so. Buendia or Tony, it'll probably be, won't it? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you went for David Brooks. Uh, yeah, he had a decent season and got injured, didn't he? Mm. That seems to be the story of his career at the story moment. Uh, and we didn't get a player from you. You said... Ask me in a minute. Mm, yeah, good player. And then I never Japanese asked you. international. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> quick, Do you want to guess who I put? Um, yeah. Wait there. So who was his team that he predicted? Um, he thought Stoke were going to do well. Mill. It's going to be a Stoke so player. Who's place for it's, Stoke? It's definitely going to be a Stoke player. No, it is. Please don't tell me it's Rooney. <laughs> oh, say Rooney. Yeah. It was Wayne Rooney. Oh. <laughs> he retired halfway through the season. He did. Yeah, but to be fair, he's just all in on. He's more in on Rooney than I am on Norwich. Yeah, I just, ha- I just thought getting the band back together. I mean, Rooney was, all, he was like, you know, one of those people who plays all the instruments. That's yeah. what I was thinking. He'd be, he'd be that. He clearly got bored of running around with like Max Baird and stuff in the middle of the season. Thought I'll just gaffer these. Yeah. You'd have Wayne Rooney in goal for England. It, it was, it was, yeah. Well, you know, he's it's the better pick for the. <laughs> to be fair, it was a little bit like us in that tournament we played the other week, like me, but in reverse, yeah. like a man gaffered for a bit and then got bored of it. Get up front. Yeah. I can't believe you picked Rooney. Um, and then breakout star, uh, 
again. Honestly, we did not do well in this. Uh, Ryan, me and you both went for Adam Ida at Norwich. Well, got promotion, played a few games. Yeah, I think he, I think he played like fifteen games, yeah. scored three goals or something like that. Uh, and you again went for a player who didn't actually finish the season as a championship oh, footballer. For God's sake. Let's hope you finished in the Prem, no? Morgan Gibbs White. That's not oh yeah okay yeah I'll we gave that, some yeah. we gave some big yeah. love to Morgan Gibbs White yeah. early doors um, quite a lot actually because mm. we he's a good player isn't he he scored yeah. a lovely goal for for Wolves at the end of the season so it's not the way of shouting the world and I think he was doing fairly well at Swansea when he got recalled and I would have imagined had he stayed maybe he would have been able to nudge them over the line to promotion yeah, but it was wasn't kind of, it was wasn't kind of going down like a bit of a Harvey Barnes route when he was yes. so good at West Brom wasn't he and to the point where Leicester were like no we'll have him back yeah yeah but see that really good play but yeah. God, so, sorry. You remember that thing I lent you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like it back. Need Thank it you back. very much. It's really good. Because, yeah, well, it's sort of it's sort of quite good. But yeah, yeah, not the way of shouting the whales. No, no, no. But you know, um, Ryan. Yep. No, we're doing League One now, aren't oh. we? Uh, Ant League One. Oh, League One. Get up the information. Oh, Get up go. the information. Charge me phone for this and everything. Yeah, I mean, so League One again. Uh. <sighs> I mean, obviously, Hull and Peterborough went up. They did. Uh, one and two. One and two. Um, really interesting because I talked Hull up for going up automatically <laughs> and then decided against it because I wasn't sure about their ownership and stuff like that. Um, so I've got it written down here. I'll go with it. I'll go start with Danny. Start with Danny first. So Danny's a <laughs> Danny's winner of of uh, not even Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Don Hutchinson. <laughs> yeah, Danny's winner of uh, of League One was uh, Portsmouth, <laughs> who quite spectacularly fell out of the playoffs yeah, on, on the last, last day. day. I know. Um, and then I'll probably go for them next season as well because of the Cowleys staying there, aren't they? So. Ryan's Ryan and mine was uh, was Ipswich. Yours is yeah. yours is worse than mine. Yeah, yeah mine it's not great. I, yeah. I thought the continuity would help. They've had a they've had a very poor season. Yeah, it um, started quite well as well, and yeah. I was like, oh, "I want to win here." To the point where one of the players squared up against the referee, or yeah. was it the other way around? Way I don't around. think anyone's decided. I mean, that, either way, is not great. It's not mm, really what you want, is uh, it? Yeah, so that, that that's not a great start. No, not a great start. Uh, Danny uh, in second place would have been Fleetwood Town, oh. and I I don't think they finished anywhere near there. <laughs> I mean, the manager's gone. Yeah, the manager left halfway through the season. And went to uh, um, went to Bristol Rovers. I think I think ultimately by the end of the season, because I was resembling Joey Barton, I feel like I was trying to channel him throughout throughout the year. Yeah, ultimately not successful. Um, yeah, Barton obviously he's gone to Bristol Rovers, who, who didn't do great either. Um, and then Ryan went for the runners-up being Oxford, which finished. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I could understand why. Uh-huh. Absolutely understand why. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, finished There's in the playoffs. Wrong with it. Finished in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, and as I said, I chose between Hull and Charlton and went for Charlton. Oh who god, finished, who finished outside of the playoffs? That is not but they, did, well. they did have a decent season. So um, none of us got anybody. So who got. was it? Hull and Hull and Peterborough, mm-hmm. and we didn't pick any of them. We didn't pick any of them, no. Jesus. But um, you know, we will get some saving grace because I think we had a couple of them in the in the playoffs. Yeah, you know, okay. Predictions. So okay. the playoff predictions for Danny were. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Wayne Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> they were Sunderland. Uh, Ipswich, Oxford and Peterborough. So obviously Peter went up, so yeah. you knew they were going to have a season. Two out of four. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Sunderland were in the playoffs, but obviously it was Lincoln and Blackpool. It was. Um, along with them as well. 
very um, um very pleased for Blackpool. Yeah. Very uh, pleased. Yeah, I mean as 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 you know, we've seen in recent times what has happened when football owners disregard the wants and desires of their fans. And nowhere has that been seen more than at Blackpool over the last five or ten years, to the point where probably the only fan base in, in, in numbers just stopped going to matches, stopped mm, engaging with the club. Very impressive. That. It, it was mm. it was huge and I think their their you know, their support really did say, No, we're just not engaging with you because you're terrible people and you're ruining our football club and now they're back at a level that they think is commensurate with the size of club, and I, I'm just very pleased. I'd have been pleased with Lincoln because I like Lincoln as well, and I like Michael well, Appleton. Uh, but I think that's the you've you've just got to be happy for Michael a club Appleton's like that. Appleton's massive now, but oh, like, he's always been massive. massive. He's he... massive ages. He's honestly. Are you upset me, Ed? <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. Just on Blackpool, obviously, like when they went up from League Two. They were, it was during the boycott, so only about 5,000 fans went. Yes. And then only like 5,000 fans went, went to this one as well, which is a bit disappointing, yeah. really. But a little bit. It was even more time. annoying because the attendance at the League One playoff final was just over just over 9,000. Mm. And that was because five or 6,000 of the corporate tickets didn't get taken up. And then you were just like. I was saying this to you, wasn't I, Ant? I mean, it's a little bit of an aside, and it is, it's just a huge bugbear of mine that. There are people who want to go to the game and there are people who are getting given free tickets who aren't going. If they don't take them, you can't have them next year. Sod off. You're not having them. Because it, you can't just pick and choose when you fancy going because the fans of those clubs want them. Yeah, absolutely. So no, absolutely if they're not right. going to take them, just give them to the fans to, to, to go because they, they just, Blackpool would have sold them. They just yeah. sold that out. So with Lincoln as well, they yeah. just sold those tickets. So yeah. yeah, I just think that's out of order and, and it was annoying because you think that is a huge day for Blackpool yeah. as a football club and for them not to have... You know, more fans there to enjoy is just disappointing. But I'm sure they'll get over it when they're playing. Shut up, Dan! Fucking hear my predictions. <laughs> Mate, yours are probably terrible. We have not done well. Trying to distract from him. To be speaking speaking of Blackpool, uh, Ryan actually predicted Blackpool to get in the playoffs. Well done, so mate. There you go. Well and he done, also put Charlton, Hull, and Wigan, <laughs> who finished, who did really well to finish they where did. he finished. When I said did Wigan. They? Well, they with all those, all those players. Player, though, they still had like Sam Mosey and people like that, to be mm. fair. But, yeah. I'm swear when you made that prediction part of that episode, I said something like, they've only got nine players, right? Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, and in my... Um, Who did you put, Ant? Yeah, in, in my playoffs, uh, for some reason, I've gone for Fleetwood as well. Uh, but obviously, I had Sunderland, Peterborough, and Lincoln. Not bad. Um, Peterborough, obviously, by the way, were... Lincoln's were, a good shout. I don't think they were, were very that good fancy this before mm. the season. I think we did, a, we did a little bit of chat on Lincoln. I seem to remember us us, us being favourable after your prediction. And yeah, I mean, they're just a solid club, aren't they, at the moment? They're going really well. Um, I think after our duels with them in the National League, I think we came out with a bit of mutual respect between the two clubs. And, and League 2. And League 2, yeah, very true. I think there was a bit of mutual respect between the two clubs. I mean, precipitated mainly by all us staying behind on the Bank Holiday Monday and clapping them round the pitch. Yeah. Which was there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so um, actually, we'll move on to the relegated teams. Um, Who did get relegated? So it was, let's have a little look, it was Rochdale. Yep. Bristol Rovers. Yep. Uh, Swindon Town. Uh-huh. And it was because I can always remember three Northampton, Northampton, okay. Um, Some yeah, forgettable football clubs in there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, a little bit anyway. Uh, yours Colors. and Ryan's were the same, 
So the same predictions. You always copies me. <laughs> so Ryan, the same predictions. When you hear that mine are the same as yours, that gets you worried, doesn't it? <laughs> but Wayne Rooney. You actually did. <laughs> Rustin and Diamonds. You did okay. Got about 50%. Um, about? Exactly 50%. Oh, there you go. Uh, Rochdale, you got. Yeah. Northampton, you got. Uh, Wimbledon, which, who only finished like four points outside They're always going to be in and around that area, aren't they? And Accrington, you just went for, who finished comfortably mid-table. Well, you know, you <laughs> never know. Yeah. They're that nope. type of club, aren't they? And, well, to be fair, coming off the back of a year of COVID and stuff, you never know what yeah. a, a club like did, that's um, going to do. Did neither of, did we not predict Wigan? No. Swear I was slagging Wigan. Playoffs, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Them and Coventry. Me saying them playoffs probably put you off putting them in the relegation zone. Mm. Uh, but I, w- some... I would have already picked them though, wouldn't I? Because we did the predictions before we... We joined uh, up. Maybe. We did change a lot, didn't we? Right? <laughs> so swayed. Go on, who did you put on? So I had Rochdale and Northampton. Yeah. Oof, and oof. then I also had Bristol Rovers. Oof. Well done. The worst thing about this is I had crew. <laughs> I think I remember saying I don't know whether crew have got a good team and, and this and that. And they were absolutely brilliant. They finished 12. They scored. Three out of four. Yeah, good they were, enough. Very they good were very myth. comfortably, comfortably 12. So which of the teams did none of us pick? Uh, Bristol Rovers was one. Well, no. You picked uh, them. Swindon. Swindon. Swindon was a real surprise because yeah. losing they, Owen Doyle was big for them, wasn't it? They conceded eighty nine goals. That's quite a lot of yeah, goals. I mean, think about it. If you concede that many goals, you're basically going to have to score over a hundred goals to stay up. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they had a bit of trouble with their ownership and um, and, and the like as well. So. That's annoying because that means we've got to play them next season. We never do well against Swindon. Mm. Yeah, us, no, we don't. Us, we yeah, being tram. Yeah. I vote fell as a Swindon fan. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening, mate, you're dead annoying. Uh, okay, so Go should on we move on to top goal scorers? Yeah, let's do it, mate. Uh, right. I think I got this one right. I, yeah, you did get this one right. And do you want to know what was also said? So it was Johnson Clark Harris. Yes. Danny got it right. Oh, I and, slagged him off. Yeah. Bit. Do you want to know what Ryan said? Oh, not really. He's no Ivan Tony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in fairness, 31 goals in the championship. Yeah, but is I mean, he? He's yeah, but no I mean, Ivan Tony. Going, is he's he? no Lionel Messi. <laughs> he's no Ivan Tony. I mean, stand by. I went for Johnson Clark Harris simply because we, when we played oh, Bristol yeah. Rovers on a Friday night. And Ryan went, you don't mind me of you, Reedy? Straight yeah. in there. Yeah. You did tell me you picked them because I... Well, I yeah. thought I can't pick myself, so I'm going to have to... <laughs> the, closest, the, closest, the closest thing to it. John Parkin isn't playing anymore, so I had to pick I John to clock out. I went for. Do you want to know who you went for, Ryan? Was you it went Matty for, Taylor? No, you went for Mo Isa, who... Uh, we both went big on Peterborough there, like... He's not in... The, yeah, he's not not there no goals not much isn't it? well I that's because he forego all his goals foregone all his goals for Johnson Clark Harris so he basically won it maybe he's saving them all up for another you know cashing them in later yeah, and, I, said, and I said yeah, yeah. yeah. who yeah. did you put on <laughs> Wayne so Rooney I went for McCauley Bond who was another player who didn't even finish in league one he went to the championship <laughs> for QPR <Wow. laughs> which is great yeah. so but a great time we're just all these. about upwards momentum in this yeah. group yeah. absolutely um Get tipped by Bob and get the move of your career. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Tip me, Bob, now. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, who's player of the year next? Okay. I'm going to go for. And player of the year is actually Johnson Clark Harris. <laughs> um, me boy. So, me boy. Your prediction, though, was Ka- Brannigan? Cameron, is it Cameron Brannigan? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who, me? Yeah, that was your prediction, Danny. Oh, there he is. Place no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, yeah. So Johnson Clark Brannigan, and then Ryan's was I think it was Malik Wilkes, but he also gave a mention to I don't know if I got this right, uh, Derek Osi. 
Should Derek Ossie? Uh, yeah, the Oxford player. I think he's Oxford. Uh, Malik Wilkes had a very good season. Hmm. So well, his, team, for? He, his team went up. But, but he got like double goals, double assists. Yeah. So I'm going to say he? he won it. Yeah. Well uh, done, mate. And then he did, I mean, he didn't win it. <laughs> but I'm going to say he won it, which is like... All right, so I'm going to say Cameron Brannigan won it as well. <laughs> well, I'll say Callum Morton won it as well because he had 17 appearances. What a 17 appearances it was. Who even is that? Uh, he used well, to he play for... Yeah, he was on loan at Lincoln and I thought he'd do really well. And then he did I well think for he, Northampton. He got maybe. an injury um, in about January time. Um, did he go to the championship? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's on loan from West Brom, isn't he? So he, he might be yeah. in the Premier League. Yeah. yeah, he could be in there next year. Um, and, and do you want the breakout player? Oh yeah, go on. Uh, funnily enough, I didn't really actually give a breakout player. Typical. So, um, so yeah, uh, it was breakout player. Funnily enough, Danny went for James Norwood. Thirty-year-old <laughs> <laughs> James Norwood. He didn't have a bad season, all things considered. Yeah. And I think actually Derek Ossie was the breakout player for you. Sorry, not uh, the, yeah. not the player of the year. Did he have a breakout yeah. season, right? Yeah, it seems yeah. like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was the that was the league one. And I don't think we've done terribly. I mean, it's a uh, it's a really hard league. It's to predict. hard, isn't it? It well, is hard. You don't think we did bad there? Went <laughs> you in about league two? <laughs> oh God! Right, come on there, Ryan. Put us out of our misery. I don't think I did a. I couldn't hear a breakout player for league two though. Do you want to pick one now? Um, unless I have Peter to go Clark. back. But I think you have got top goal scorer and stuff in there, so we'll okay. just have to go with that. So, this is quite funny. Kick us off then, right? Who do, who do you want me to start with? Any preference? Start with Ant. Okay. Oh, God. So, you and Ant had the same winner. Can you remember who who, who you went for? Oh, for crying out loud. Um, Bolton. Bolton. Salford. Oh. You both went Salford. My God. Which Wait, where did they finish in the end? Just eighth, time, maybe eighth or ninth, which is considerably better than my prediction oh, my of Colchester. <laughs> Who just sacked the manager? <laughs> Why did you pick continuity? <laughs> it's like a buzzword. Um, yeah, so I've got I've gone Colchester. Crikey. Automatic. We haven't done great either. So, <laughs> me and Danny both got Bolton. Yes. I also said Exeter. Danny said Forest Green. And said Tranmere. Oh, God. And <laughs> Port Vale. <laughs> <laughs> that was because of their massive stadium. And he, he, he referenced to David Fitzpatrick being a good player. <laughs> and still gonna, only on leg. <laughs> still going to stand by it. Good team. Eventually came good. So Did they? Well, I mean, um, they didn't get relegated. <laughs> now, I'm going to leave Pob's playoffs to the end. Who did the, I Who did I say for automatic? So Danny said Salford, Bolton, Forest Green. So you got one, Bolton. I <laughs> said Colchester, Bolton, Exeter. And Pob said Salford, Vale and Tramia. So Bolton were the only team we predicted out of three places. <laughs> <laughs> that was correct. Um, like literally 100 teams getting rose in league two. Like, I mean Salford Vale Colchester Exeter didn't even get playoffs so nah. not a great start I mean Salford's understandable Port Vale is rogue yeah but that is proper rogue it gets, gets rogue if that's a word are um, we leaving his ants playoffs to the end yeah we'll okay do I'm looking forward to that like a little so, little, little treat to finish off the season my, for everybody my playoffs aren't great I've gone Cheltenham okay they went up so that's not too bad Salford um, Tranmere and Forest Green so I've got three out of four ish two out of four two really. out of four and then a promoted side Danny's gone quite similar Tranmere Exeter Cheltenham and Cambridge 
So you've got one playoff team, but then two promoted teams. So not too bad. Not too bad. Plus you had Forest Green in the auto, so if you swapped them with Cambridge or yeah, Chapman, yeah. you've got one, two, oh, uh, yeah, that's three, four, five of the top seven. There. To that isn't fair. bad, to be fair, from Big Reedy. I've got one, two, three, four of the top seven. We've done, t- now, between us, they're nine out of 14. So, Pob's first playoff guest. Not oh. too bad, he's on Exeter, which uh, is a popular yeah. choice. Yep, yep, yep. Goes a little bit downhill from here. Interesting, interesting. This is, this is all a blur. Can you remember anyone you predicted, Pob? Um, I can't even remember the team. Did in they league. finish in the right division? I can't even remember <laughs> the teams in League Two. So, um, well, your first guess after Exeter was Walsall. <laughs> <laughs> They schooled Tramia twice, I'll take that. <laughs> Your next one was Bradford. Yeah, I thought Bradford would do pretty well, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. 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 They didn't for a long time. And then Your time. last guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Harrogate. <laughs> <laughs> Momentum. Momentum. That word was Continuity. used. Momentum. So your players were Exeter, Walsall, Harrogate and Bradford with Vale, Salford and Tramia going up automatically. <laughs> Is that zero out of the top seven? That's the one. most... That's, one. Yeah. But it wasn't in the right place. Got Tranmere in the autos, which was playoffs. I, if you play football manager, I think you'd see that table <laughs> time and time again. Time and time again, mate. Yeah. Um. So next up, do we move to our relegated sides? Uh. Yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So I did really bad here. Um. I went Crawley for my first guess. Oh, they finished comfortably mid table. Battered those, didn't they? Pob's first prediction, which is same as Reedy was Oldham. There was a lot of slagging off of Oldham <laughs> being a bit of a, a, a nutty club. They are. They didn't yeah. kill. They're but a mad We, we club spent like. ages talking about good players they had, but we just didn't trust them. Yeah, Bambula, by the way, is absolutely world class. Oh, yeah, no, he's very good, isn't he? And then Pop didn't say another relegated club. We just had Oldham, so they took up both places. <laughs> That's how bad they were. I'll just say Grimsby. Um, <laughs> Not Harrogate, now. <laughs> I said Carlisle. Which again, mid middle table with not good that way. For a long good. time, they were like near the top, weren't they? Yeah, they were doing they quite were. well for a while. And Danny said Stevenage, who was safe, but they did struggle at that time. So yeah, it was a bit um, not great there. So who us. went down? South End and Grimsby. Yeah, I can't believe none of us mentioned South End. Well, they just come down and then well, they've been on a downward trajectory uh, for a long Mosley, time, didn't they? Now, my surprise package is woeful because it is Grimsby. <laughs> who I said could flirt with the playoffs. I mean, to be fair, if, if it was a surprise that they got relegated, then... Yeah, it's a terrible guess, isn't it? To be honest. I just thought Holloway would do a decent job and he was hated. Sacked in the morning. I don't think so. <laughs> Danny's surprise team was Barrow, which I think... It's they... not bad in fairness. <sighs> And credit where credit's due with with Slag Pop off a little bit. Here. He went big on Morecambe. Um, there was huge. huge references to I mean, Derek Adams being a good manager. He's gone big. Fit. He's gone big on Morecambe. Didn't put him in his top seven, though. No, but I, I didn't. I didn't expect him to get off. I just thought he'd be better than what they were last yeah. season. And um, couldn't I, have been much worse. There was an interview, I think, with Adams when he first came in, saying we're not just wanting to survive. We want to kind of thrive, thrive. sort of thing. And um, it it certainly hit the right notes yeah. with Pop, and it was well a done, great prediction. Was that was it down to the sort of exploit of Jordan Slew? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Now we did have a laugh about Slew. Um, we had quite a lot of laughs at Jordan Slew, which the, is kind of hard. If you're listening, the top goal scorers. There was a, a pretty much a Tramia theme throughout. Yeah. Uh, can I just say I know which one mine was. Yeah. Um, and he got shipped off to Israel like halfway through the season. Everybody, you you 
basically shipped off to Israel. Yeah. Not even like League One or the conference, just shipped off to another country. How do you know he went on a ship? Uh, uh, just guess, as well. Just... We didn't force him to go to Israel. No. It is quite yeah. nice this time of year. <laughs> move on, move on. <laughs> um, so, Pob went Morgan Ferrier. Yeah. How many goals did he get? He got zero goals before going. That's quite before, low. Before agreeing to go to Israel, I'll say, not being shipped off. <laughs> Um, I'll get this one out the way because um, I've gone on about it all summer. Is that I tip Paul Mullen said well he done, just mate. needed to be loved and yeah he had a very, I, I would very like, good season. I would like to say I I I concurred with your assertion. You and Thank I have you. always been yeah. big Paul Mullen fans, exactly. We? And Danny's was actually a good guess because he said James Vaughan, who without that injury, I don't think he would have got top goal scorer, but he certainly would have been top three. Come, come second, didn't he? Did he come second? I in think the he end? came second, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, very, very good season uh, in that regard. And Did we do breakout start? We didn't. No breakout stars. I would have no picked Peter Clark. Um, or if we did, I, I've missed it. I mean, I think all in all across the four divisions. If now, we waited another week as well to do it. Yeah. But we couldn't have done because Tramie had played Harrogate at this t- time. We just had that. That's why, I, mean, that's why I was so impressed. I think it was. I think you referenced them being organised but mobile. To be fair, he played against... <laughs> yeah, they, they played, you're looking for, they played against They uh, played against us on like a Tuesday night and tore us apart for about half an hour. There was a lot of, there was a lot of um, John Stead talk in there. Oh, big John Stead. Um, and there was Retire also now, a, yes. there was also a big shout out to Mike Jackson doing a good job at Tranmere, which <laughs> the less said the better. I think someone mentioned um, you know he might be able to settle in if there's no fans there, and it never really happened. Did nope, it? that did not happen. All in all, then chaps, this is this is. I mean, we've got a few minutes, few minutes left, and then we'll wrap up across the four divisions, across the cup competitions, the European competitions, across the whole season. Have you? Have you enjoyed this season? Not really. <laughs> no, I, 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 no, no, it's been shite. Yeah. It's probably been the worst season of football since I've started watching football. Mainly because we couldn't go. Yeah. So you had to just suffer by, well, I was renovating watching most games on an iPad, tram your wires. And it's just been an odd season. It's been it? crap, hasn't it? It's been awful. I mean, if we would have got promoted in the end, I would have been made up, but... We kind of it kind of finished how it felt the whole season. Just do me- underwhelming do and. Do you remember us having that conversation via WhatsApp where I was saying I proper don't care if we get promoted because it's just been crap. The whole thing has just been crap and it's not proper. Not that it, things don't count, but just you know we've only had two promotions in our whole time sporting tramway, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And to think that let's let's just I mean it doesn't obviously not how it works. But we've got more chance of getting promoted out of League Two than out of League One, haven't we? And for us to have wasted the promotion when it was like this, like I was watching the playoff finals. I think I watched all three of them, or at least parts of all three of them. And you know, as we've said, very happy for the teams that got promoted, particularly Blackpool and, and probably Brentford as well. Um, but I think just watching it, I was like, having had our two experiences at Wembley and how they yeah. were looking at it and going, it would have tainted the experience in a way. Yeah, but what was interesting when we all went back to Tramway for the playoff game yeah, and we scored, even though it was in a scenario that was like masks and segregation and all that, it was incredible. Yeah, that it was great, wasn't it? to be back and yeah. just celebrate a goal was just so good. And, and, and I think 
it hasn't just extended. Like I stopped watching Tramia pretty much in the end of December, so I, I've not really watched us a great deal. Um, just because I, I got, I think I got to the point where I was like, I'm just not enjoying this anymore. I'm just not enjoying watching it. I'm not enjoying the experience of watching it. So it got to the point where I was like, I was, I just, I was paying for the games because I felt like I should pay for them because it's what you do if you know what I mean. You you do yeah. watch the games, and then I got to the point where I was like, I'm not enjoying this. I could go and do something else. Even if it was just taking the dog out for a couple of hours, I could go and do something else, and 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 I'm, I don't regret that decision because I just wasn't enjoying it. And then towards the end of the season, it extended to all football. I just found it so hard to watch football by the end of the season. Even the even the sort of bigger games, I enjoyed the Champions League final. Yeah, it was a bit more intensity to that. But even towards the last few months, of like the Premier League and watching some of the other Champions League, I just was like. I, some normally what I would do at the end when I'm in work, I'd look at my phone, say toward getting towards the end of the day, and be like, "What matches are on today? Yeah. Like, what's on tonight?" And I'd, and it'd be like, even if it was something like West Brom v Burnley, I'd be like, "Oh, Sam, there's a footy match on. I'll stick yeah. it on." But I was like, it, even if it was like Man United versus Liverpool or something, I was like, I probably don't care. Like, I'm, it was it was on all the time. It never stopped, and none of it felt like it even mattered at all. See, I I mean, you're asking whether you enjoyed the season. I think I have. I think I've. Enjoyed having football on there, on the telly. Um, obviously, I went back to Trammy before you two did in December, and it was a little bit of an odd experience. Mm. And then went again on on Boxing Day, and we lost. I mean, I've never seen, I haven't seen us win this season at no. home, so uh, that was a bit odd. And it's hard to look at like football without looking at Trammy. But I think overall, the thing I found more annoying, it's not the football, it's the circus around it. I think that's been really yeah. difficult for fans. And when I say circus, I don't mean, you know, anything to do with like it's the, the... I don't mean anything to do 24, with the Black Lives Matter movement. But I don't mean anything to do with like the Black Lives Matter movements or anything like that. I, I don't mean that at all. I mean the the stuff that comes after that. So I thought that European Super League stuff was an absolute farce. Yeah. Um, I did like the the kind of production that Sky had done around that. I, I found that quite entertaining. Um, but if, if massively hypocritical. Yeah, if, if, if a bit. We, but I did find it entertaining. I thought Sky have done actually like a decent job of, of trying to give some life to these games yeah. this year. And, you know, particularly some of them, which have been absolutely terrible. I, thought, I think Monday Night Football is one of the best things you can watch. I think they, at times they're absolutely brilliant. Yeah, you've got to hand it to the broadcasters. They've done it. They've done a very and, admirable job yeah. to have kept the interest I mean, and kept the kept the, the product alive for the season. Yeah, and I've also watched you know like other sports as well, which is behind closed doors. So I mean. The NFL. Please was, don't say cricket. No, I wasn't going to say cricket. Cricket behind closed doors, I don't think works at all, really. I mean, the Isn't NFL... Isn't all cricket behind closed doors? <laughs> <laughs> the NFL <laughs> the NFL was absolutely fantastic, and everyone thought, oh, I don't know how you're going to get the intensity and stuff, or, or whatever. And obviously, I had, like, sprinkling of fans in yeah. there, but I, I thought that was, that was absolutely brilliant. So, I mean, for football itself, yeah, I think it's been an enjoyable season, but I think it's quite tiring. It definitely is yeah. tiring. You do need, like, a little break. And when you're saying there's games there... I mean, towards the end of the season, it's, watching them trying to like big up the fourth place finish was just hilarious. It's pathetic, but, honestly. Um, it was just it was, like, oh god. It was good to have, and it's certainly something to take your minds off. Yeah. But I think if I was supporting one of those teams, I felt it was Tramia. There was just apathy. I mean, from April to the playoffs, I didn't watch a Tramia game because yeah. I was I was I was doing other things. Tiresome, wasn't it, Barry? Yeah, doing other things. And, and you are right, paying ten quid a match. It doesn't seem a lot, but when you're going off, just pay ten pounds to watch that. You like Tramia played six? Was it sixty matches we played? Yeah. So mm. that's six hundred quid. 
It's a lot of games. And it, six hundred quid to watch. Yeah, I've, I've crap bought, I've telly on a single most camera. Of them, most of them. Six hundred pound. But compared to the it's season, insane. Yeah, compared to the season before for Tramia, I mean, we won a lot more games, so it was a little bit more enjoyable at times. Yeah. It was just there was a lot of frustration around it. Um, but no, I, I think it's been a, I, I think it's been a good season. It's been amazing to see them get through it without any like huge problems. Mm. I mean, even at a lower league level, League One, League Two, there's not been like huge. Yeah, I, expect, I expected it to be more difficult for them. Yeah, to Early season, there was a lot of COVID. To continue, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of COVID problems, wasn't it? But it it, it kind of cleared itself up, and and yeah. it, it worked really well. I'll be um, very much looking forward to some proper football returning next year. I mean, the Euros. I mean, no, I'm excited, I'm excited for next excited year. For yeah. Euros. yeah, I'm very excited for the Euros, and and that's probably a good. Oh. I didn't know that time of thing did a noise at the end of it. <laughs> now we know. Um, so the Euros, which are going to be starting um, on Friday the 11th. Is it Friday the 11th yeah. of June? So this this coming Friday as yeah. we're recording. So you're listening to this on a Wednesday. Um, if you well, still... they might not be. Well, Could yeah. We listen to it six months after we released it. Well, that'd be weird. But, but possible. Possible. It's definitely possible. Um, if you are listening to this on a Wednesday, we've got another episode coming out on Friday. And what we're going to be doing on Friday is our Euros predictions. A little bit of a preview. Oh, for fuck's sake. Of the tournament. <laughs> I'm going Wayne Rooney for top scorer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we're doing that on um, on on Friday. And I'm very much looking forward to the Euros, I must admit. It's just um, the, the the thing with international tournaments is I think that the, the, the kind of tiresome nature of the domestic football that I found was that I just felt like I was watching the same game constantly. Mm-hmm. Like it was the same teams and the same. Even though they were all playing, it was like, oh god, it's oh, it's wolves again. Like, do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh, there's Roman Saiz heading it and stuff, and you're just <laughs> like, oh god, again. But with the Euros, there is at least an element of it's a bit more random in the teams that are playing. Yeah, and we get the Copa America on BBC, by the way, and. Yeah. Also, you know you were saying about uh, was it Buendia who got in the Argentina team? Yeah. Uh, there's a guy from Stoke who's in the Chile team. I know Blackburn, Ben Berriton. No, he's at, it was oh, well, he's at Stoke now, I think. Is he at Stoke? No, he's is he at ben... Blackburn? No, he's definitely at Stoke. <laughs> Someone put it in our group the other day. Well, Ben Berriton but... was at Blackburn. Maybe he he's there. moved to Stoke. He hasn't gone to Stoke, him. I'm not having. It, well, maybe they'd got a playoff, so they had. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going off topic now. But yeah, so that's where we'll be back on Friday morning doing a Euros preview show so check us out there on, on on friday and then we'll be back again on monday with another interview with former liverpool forward david fairclough oh yeah so that's something to look forward to Great on fella. monday yeah that was a really good interview very um very emotional by the end as well so that's something that's definitely worth looking forward to on monday so we'll we'll join you on here we'll join you on friday and we'll also join you on monday so lads thanks for your thanks for your thoughts and thanks for your predictions pleasure yeah, no problem um yeah, the less said about some of them, the better, I think. But I think all in all, not too bad. Um, thanks to you, the listener. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter at marking underscore man. And don't forget to use the hashtag where's the talking lads. If you want to send us maybe some of your predictions Ooh. or send us some abuse about our predictions, um, not proper abuse, just, you know, jokes and that, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. A little bit of interaction. Yeah, yeah. We're always happy about that. Uh, and if you have enjoyed this episode or any of our other episodes like our interview early this week with Sheffield Wednesday footballer Sam Hutchinson then uh, if you could head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts drop us a like a review subscribe you know give it five stars be nice Um, it just helps us to reach other listeners and grow the podcast so thank you very much and uh, yeah we'll see you again on Friday see ya
Uh, ben Brereton was born in Stoke. That's where I've got that from. He plays for Blackburn. Mm-hmm. 